Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast, episode 213. Today we are talking about what to do if you find yourself laid off as a result of the COVID-19 health crisis. This global pandemic is a very real and very scary threat, but so is the economic fallout that so many of us are experiencing right now. Last week, the U.S. Labor Department reported that 281,000 Americans filed for unemployment, a 70,000 jump from the week before, which is an unprecedented increase marking the highest level of initial claims since 2017 when claims had spiked in the wake of hurricanes Harvey and Irma. So if you are among the many Americans facing joblessness right now or job insecurity or fear that you might find yourself laid off soon, here's what you need to do. I've got five tips for you to keep in mind during this challenging time. First, take a deep breath. There is a ton of uncertainty right now. No one knows how long this will last, nor exactly what the relief package is going to look like from the government's response, which is still at the time of this recording uh, being debated in Congress. And it's going to be really important that you keep your wits about you to navigate the uncertain choppy waters ahead. I know it's super difficult, but you cannot make decisions from a place of total panic. We have to mitigate the impact of that panic on our bodies and brains. And as the science of stress shows us, what we really need to do is complete the stress cycle before you can think and feel anything close to calm and clear and centered again. I'll link to a related post I've done and podcast I've done on this topic before, but here's the basics of what that looks like cry. Go ahead. Give yourself permission to let it out. Tears have been shown to be a release in terms of helping close that stress cycle. Scream if you can find a safe place to do so. That's not going to alarm your entire family and neighbors. Actually, screaming has been shown to really release a ton of stress. And the best of all, go for a run. If you can do so safely, break a sweat, get your heart rate up, it is literally a signal to your brain that you acknowledge the stressful event that just happened to you and that you're doing something to mitigate it. So you're running from the proverbial saber-toothed tiger. I personally started running every morning this week because last week the stress was just building up in my body day by day to the point where I had chest pains and... I couldn't get my heart rate down. I mean, the stress, like the stress that's impacting all of us needs to be dealt with. And it's not a perfect fix. It's not going to 
change your employment situation, but it will clear your head and make sure that you're in a place of calm confidence as you weather the storm and as you find your way out of it. So go for that run. Give yourself time to grieve what just happened and know that it is is worthy of your acknowledgement and your, your release, your expression. Now, what won't help your brain process all those stress hormones that's flooding it? Sitting on the couch with a bottle of wine and a tub of ice cream. As much as I might love doing that on occasion, I'm serious. Trying to numb away your pain right now does not work as well when it comes to completing the stress cycle. Those are just temporary distractions and fixes. The stress hormones are still going to be in your brain and body the next day when you wake up with a hangover and a bellyache. So you are better off expressing your grief, your frustration in a visceral way, like getting some exercise, screaming it out, crying it out, talking it out with a loved one. Don't try to numb your way out of it. All right, tip number two, you'll want to file for unemployment immediately. Whether you were laid off, furloughed, or fired, so long as you weren't fired for cause, you are eligible for unemployment benefits. Each state's Department of Labor manages their own unemployment program. If you live in one state and work in another, you'll want to file for unemployment in the state where you had your job. Similarly, if you lost your job and then moved to another state, file in the state where you had the job. And while most states allow you to file online or over the phone, many of them are not allowing in-person filing right now due to the health concerns. And that can make this process especially difficult since there is an overwhelming number of new filers. Websites are crashing. Wait times over the phone can be astronomical. But keep trying. The sooner you file for unemployment, the sooner your benefit checks will start to arrive. Typically, they say that it takes two to three weeks for your first check to arrive, although right now Congress is considering measures to try and expedite that process and increase the percentage of wage replacement that you can actually expect in those checks. So keep your eyes peeled to the U.S. Congress and what's coming out of there this week in particular. Step three, this is a big one and often overlooked talk with your now former employer. It might be difficult to empathize with them right now after they just laid you off, but don't burn bridges. Odds are they didn't want to lay you off, but they were forced to make very difficult decisions in the face of entirely unprecedented mandates, like these stay-at-home orders and shelter-in-place proclamations that have shuttered so many business operations. Talk to your boss about their thinking. Ask if they've looked into state-specific COVID-19 unemployment insurance programs that are being put into place to provide grants and loans to businesses that have been hardest hit. Last week, Congress passed something called the Families First Coronavirus Response Act, which you should also discuss with your employer if it applies to them. The act applies to all businesses with less than 500 employees, as well as government entities. Among many other things, the act establishes paid sick leave and temporarily expands the existing FMLA, the Family and Medical Leave Act of 1993. This act provides tax credits, so basically reimbursements, for employers offering paid sick leave and paid family leave wages that are subject to certain caps and limitations to basically offset the cost of them paying you while you are on leave. 
there's still a lot of details that are TBD, but the Treasury Department will likely be issuing additional guidance on this subject in the days and weeks that follow. An important thing to keep in mind, employers are mandated. They, they must provide paid sick time to the extent that an employee is unable to work or to telework, to virtually work, due to a need for leave because of any of these six factors. One, if you're subject to a federal, state, or local quarantine or isolation order related to COVID-19. Two, the employee has been advised by a healthcare provider to self-quarantine due to COVID-19 concerns. Three, the employee is experiencing symptoms of COVID-19 and seeking out a medical diagnosis. Note that no medical diagnosis is required to make you qualified for this benefit. Four, the employee is caring for an individual subject to a quarantine or isolation order who has been advised to self-quarantine. Five, the employee is caring for a child whose school or place of care has been closed or their child care provider is unavailable due to COVID-19 precautions. Six, the employee is experiencing any other substantially similar condition specified by the Health and Human Services, HHS, in consultation with the Department of Treasury and Department of Labor. In other words, any other reason that you might be sick that currently the government is trying to figure out that would qualify you for this. You got to discuss this act with your employer. They might not really be aware of it. If you feel like you're not getting fair treatment from your employer, reach out to an attorney or a legal guidance resource, something like workplacefairness.com, which we will link to. We're, we're big fans of Paula Brantner around here, and I will link to an episode I did on the podcast with her early on as well. You'll also want to stay tuned to the news for updates from the Department of Labor and the U.S. Treasury as more information is coming out about this daily. And then finally, talk to your boss about where their thinking is when it comes to the recovery process. Will they be looking to rehire you when the market picks back up? How confident are they in their ability to do that, to, to weather this storm altogether? And how high on the list are you compared to other employees who may be laid off as well? These are difficult conversations to have, but it requires a frank, candid, and empathic approach. You're going to get more information if you're not attacking your boss. And I know that can be difficult, and I know that this all feels very unfair. But if you can keep a level head and, and have a candid conversation um, and ask for honesty and integrity from your employer in return, you may get it. <laughs> Can't guarantee it, but... Uh, it's absolutely worth the attempt. Step four is key. I know a lot of articles are being floated around about this already. You got to take stock of your finances. Once you've filed for unemployment, you got to really get a good handle on your emergency resources. Do you have any savings that you can fall back on? Consolidate them and calculate how long you'll be able to get by on them based on your most bare bones budget. How long do you have? What does your runway look like? Then call your creditors, your landlord or landlady, your mortgage company, your water and electric utility, credit card companies, automobile lenders. Call them up. And while these conversations may be difficult to have, you have to have them early on in the process to find out what options they may have for deferred reduced or just postponed payments. 
If you have any of these bills set up on auto pay, turn them off. And keep in mind, many states' public utility commissions have recently passed declarations prohibiting your utility companies from shutting off your electricity or water due to a lack of payment. So if you have to not pay them right now, don't pay them and know that you will not be shut off. Now, some internet and cable companies are included in that or have volunteered sort of get on board with that policy, but it does vary state by state. So do a quick Google search for your state's name and then public utility commission to find out what the status is for you. If you're worried about facing food scarcity, apply for assistance through your state's Department of Human Services and reach out to local charitable organizations and faith communities near you. The best way to get the most up-to-date, on-the-ground information is to pick up the phone and call them directly. But you can also reach out through their websites or social media. You just don't know if people are managing that right now because everyone's overwhelmed. So the best way to get to the heart of the information is to call. Similarly, if you have lost access to health insurance for you and or your children, apply right away for Medicaid, which you can learn more about at usa.gov slash Medicaid. And if this whole financial process is causing you a ton of anxiety, which is totally understandable given the circumstances, you might want to take a few minutes to listen to an interview I did recently with author Melanie Lockhart on mental health and money. Hearing about her personal experience and all her advice and the resources she shares may be exactly what you need right now um, and can really help. So I'm going to link to her episode in today's show notes as well. Number five, start your job search. You'll notice that this is the last item on the list. Given the extreme circumstances that we all find ourselves in, It doesn't make sense to think about your job search until you've taken all these other steps to prioritize your basic human needs. But when you're ready, we are here to help. If you missed our panel this week on Tuesday with a variety of experts and myself talking about your job search and how it's being impacted by the COVID-19 crisis, catch the replay now on our blog at bossedup.org slash blog. And I will also directly link to it in today's show notes. You can also find it on our YouTube page. Read all the blog posts I've written related to getting your job search started, which we've been putting out through social media this past week and will continue to do so. You can go to the blog and just search job search in the top right-hand corner to find all the related articles and listen to the related podcasts I have on this topic too, of which there are too many to mention right now, but start getting your job search assets together, your resume, your cover letters, all that. We are here to help you with that. And finally, if you want more in-depth, ongoing accountability, support, and a step-by-step plan for making your job search a priority, consider joining Hired, my job search accelerator program that I've just reopened based on an increased demand right now for the month of April. We'll likely keep it open for a new cohort starting at the top of each month for the time being as well. We have, as of this recording, three more spots available as of this morning for the April cohort that's starting. This is a group that I work with directly on everything from clarifying your career direction to writing a kick-ass resume that works for the 21st century to branding yourself, marketing yourself, preparing to be at the top of the pack in a now very competitive 
labor market or, or job search market. And if you want that kind of ongoing weekly support with accountability with a group of peers, learn more and sign up to join me at bossedup.org slash hired. Now, no matter what you do to invest in your job search right now, however you're making that a priority, save all your documentation and receipts because Almost every dollar that you spend for your job search, because while I am not a licensed tax professional, I do know that job search expenses, for the most part, are tax deductible. So save all your information and whatever you do right now to invest in your job search and make sure that you're presenting yourself as persuasively as possible right now. Whatever investments you make in your job search process, you can most likely deduct in your taxes. So keep track of those expenses. And I will link to a great blog post that our friend and financial coach, Maggie Germano, wrote for the Boss Step blog about this very topic in today's show notes as well. Stay tuned because we will be providing a ton more resources through Boss Step very soon, including a series of workshops we're hosting next week on everything from how to bring structure to your job search to how to find a job in a different industry for those of you who find yourselves pivoting, to mastering the art of effective online networking, and so much more in the coming weeks. So make sure you're subscribed to our email list. We're coming out with reports, downloadables, starter kits, you name it. We are here to help you make your job search a priority in the face of an unprecedented crisis. We are stronger when we come together And I'm so appreciative to each and every one of you for being part of this community and, frankly, for sharing resources like this podcast with everyone in your world who you think could really use this right now. So if you found today's podcast helpful, share it on social media and let me know. Tag me at Emily Aries or at Boss.org how we can continue to be of service to you. In the meantime, as always, keep bossing in pursuit of your purpose and together we'll lift as we climb.